you're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Guys, I'm really honored and excited to introduce you today to Kaylee Souter. Kaylee and I work together in our essential oil business with doTERRA. And more than that business, Kaylee coaches me and mentors me on all things, lifestyle and health and wellness and business and mindset. And she's really a special kind of bonus that came out of working on my doTERRA business. She lives in Scotland with her husband, Kevin, and their three children. And she is this really fun and wild, inspiring woman to follow online. So make sure you hit those show notes and follow Kaylee and Kevin on their adventures. She's from Canada originally, and she moved to Scotland with her husband. They each run their own businesses, and they're constantly learning and just taking like really cool courses, going to amazing retreats. And I really think that you guys will get a lot of fun and value from following them. So today, Kaylee and I are going to talk about how she lives intentionally, where her and Kevin have simplified, and how their values drive them in all aspects of their life and business. So I'm really excited to share our chat today with you guys, and I hope you'll enjoy it. It was so fun recording with Kaylee. I am so excited to be talking with Kaylee today and for her to bring us wisdom, probably some grounding vibes. That's what I feel like I get every time I talk to Kaylee. Kaylee and I work together in our doTERRA business and she's like a mentor and coach. And I immediately thought about bringing you onto this podcast because I know that you have a big family, you have lots of ways that you simplify, but also you manage to spend so much time together. And I can see that you have really intentional ways that you you stay healthy together. You've built things in on purpose to connect more as a family. And I love that. And I want you to share more of that with us. So welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you and to be part of this incredible podcast. Thank you. Okay, so let's go right into it. Tell us how you simplify or try to. Don't worry if you don't feel like you're nailing it because none of us do. How do you be intentional to simplify things for your family in day to day? As I think about this question, it, it almost seems like my answers are going to be too simple. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, I, I want to like have something unique and like out there, different to give everybody when really it's, it's actually for me, it seems very simplistic, but scheduling's a big thing. And uh, when I talk about scheduling, I used to have, I would over schedule myself and not leave any wiggle room. And I would expect myself to get everything done on my checklist. And I never would. So I would be left with this like disappointment, this happy guilt and it would carry on. And this was ongoing. So something I do at the start of every, before the week even starts on a Sunday within my week, I leave a gap day. It's like 
a rebound day. You know, you think you're on a trampoline and you come back up from that trampoline. You've got that double bounce that your kids give you. (laughs) So that is my Friday. I don't put a ton of things on my schedule now, but even still, I don't always get them done. Life happens. Life really has happened to us this year. And with having three kids too, and they're all at home and my husband and I are both working full time. This allows me to then, I don't schedule anything for that day. And so the things that don't happen that I really are important to me can then fall into that day. Right. So I keep one day of my work week completely free. That's amazing. I designed it that way. So that just then allows anything I want to pull over, or it can just be a day of spoiling myself, or it's still a work day that it can turn into whatever I I desire. Not everyone has a full day, right? So it could be like a few hours instead. It could be a chunk like that. Yeah. I really like that you added that on because it could be, you know, somebody's listening to this and they're like, I don't have full control over my schedule or I have to work a certain amount of hours. My employer expects me to, or something that might feel like, oh, this doesn't apply to me. But the reality is you do control your calendar, even if you have an employer. So blocking an afternoon or something that's meeting free for that over, like the over scheduling that you've done would allow you the catch up that you need. Yeah, exactly. Within that schedule, when you're talking about in that introduction that I managed to have this intentional time with my family, you're hundred percent right. Some of the first things I put on there first, it's things for myself that I know things that I enjoy doing that make me a better person for everybody else. So they get scheduled first. And then it is things that I value. So that quality time with my family, not like sometimes it is maybe watching a movie, but for us, a lot of times that is spending time in nature outside together, you know, instilling values within our kids that are important to my husband and I, we create that. It doesn't just happen. We know that, you know, on a certain day of the week, we are going to go out for a few hours and explore a new place to hike, or we're going to a new beach, or we're going to experience stand-up paddleboarding, whatever that looks like. So Kaylee, if somebody was not feeling like they've had much intention and they're like, I get out and we go and do things, but I didn't, I didn't really stop and think about it. Tell us maybe one or two of those values that you're instilling, because I think sometimes that's really hard to picture. Is it a sense of curiosity or adventure or health? Tell me what it is. So when it comes to those family times together, fun is probably one of the biggest things for sure. And it's like wild fun. So that means adventure. It it does bring a sense of curiosity and we have the kids involved in it so they can choose and they contribute to ideas and what that might look like to them. And what does that word mean? What, What do they want to do next or try next? We all are involved in that decision. It's not just like I'm sitting there and planning it out for them. They've shared what they loved about the last thing we did or how it could be better. We'll reflect on it even during a dinner time. Yeah, that's a great idea. It's like the probably a level of connection that's happening too. It's not like everyone's getting in the car and going on a screen and then you're going to a place that you haven't been to before and you're checking it out. It's beginning to end connection and adventure. Yeah, I think that's a key word that's definitely in there for us and one that besides the fun and the wild, it's going to be connection. That quality time is super important for us. Not just, we're around each other all the time. (laughs) We're in lockdown and, you know, we're... (laughs) So it's definitely getting out of the house for us, that fresh air (laughs) to be able to breathe. And it it is a connection with the earth is a big thing. Connection with each other to the earth. For us, at least, that's usually either involves the water in some form or it's involving mountains. And we are blessed that we have both 
at our doorstep here. Because you've chosen that. It's yes. all by design. It is. We chose to move where we live. We left everything to, to live here. Okay, so calendars and scheduling, starting with what's really important to you, those are great takeaways for us and how to simplify. How do you juggle being an entrepreneur with three kids, one who's still a baby, any wisdom for us? Anything we can take with us? Because I want to just, we'll just pause for a second here. You guys, if you're not already following Kaylee, we're going to put all the information in the show notes. But this girl, like, you're going to be amazed by what she fits into her days. She's jumping in cold lakes and doing like really amazing things. When I know that there's so many people in lockdown with three kids that just feel like they're surviving and like jumping in a cold lake just isn't even on their radar. So that is part of my survival tactics, jumping in that cold water. It is mental health tactics to balancing the juggle of being an entrepreneur. Do you juggle with Kevin? Like, cause he's very involved, right? Is there a way you simplify your schedules together? So I have a schedule in my Google calendar and he is two days, two nights. And then this whole month he's studying pretty much every night he comes home. He had an essay he handed at two in the morning last night. He had his fire exam today. It's like a pass off. So usually when he comes home, I work. But we again, we have certain days that it's just us. There is no work. But a lot of times when he comes through that door, we'll have a meal and then we swap. It's full on co-parenting. That's It's really inspiring because I also think that you're able to beautifully blend the things that you guys love doing with the time together, like the connection. So I'll give you guys a really good example. I don't even know whether you do this intentionally, but I see you having a lot of fun creating content, which helps grow your brand. But you know that you guys had so much fun doing it and creating it together. Yeah. Kevin and I... We thrive with our solo time together and we've not had a ton of that. And the last time we did was our anniversary. It was our 10 year on December 1st. And that was not just a getaway for our anniversary. We took a few nights so that we could also work on some of the business ideas we have because we know we can push each other to the next level. So we get these moments and they usually happen when <laughs> the kids are asleep or when we're out on exercising together or we'll, we'll take the kids, we'll be on a a bike ride to a park. They're on their bikes. We are running side by side, pushing the baby and older kids are up ahead. And that is when we're having inspiration and ideas coming to us. And we'll discuss different things at that time. And we'll bounce ideas off. And when we get to the park, then we'll take notes on what we, we talked about. So it's right there for us to come back to when, when we need, or when we have the space. And I guess we don't fully separate. Some people like to separate work and we love our work. And it's just part, it's part of our lifestyle, to be honest. So there isn't a, a black and white separation for us. It just ebbs and flows in and out of things that we do. And when we are having the most fun, that's when content hits us. And especially when we're moving our body for, for both of us, it typically happens at that time. I love that you said that. If you've created, your lifestyle is your business. And this is when we started dating, we'd brainstorm about having retreats. This is before our even marriage was on the table, we would say, oh, this type of retreat would be amazing for this reason. And we'd talk about all these different things that are now in our life. Wow, that's cool. I think that so often life and adulting get in the way. And if all of us were to think back to like dating our spouse or those early days, there were probably those dream moments that we might have lost sight of some of us might not have them and that's okay. Or some of us might be like, I want that. And I think that would be really inspiring for people is to hear you say that. What do we need to get back to <laughs> that originally connected us? And maybe if we haven't done that, 
that values conversation, what's important to you, what lights you up conversation. It's not too late. We lost way of it for a bit, to be honest. We weren't putting those things. We were so busy doing our own things. And we saw that stretch on both of us and it wasn't fun anymore. And we had to slow down and and get back to that. So it, it hasn't always been just like smooth sailing for us either. It's probably helped a lot that you've both been constantly learning and evolving too. Yes. Okay. I want to hear more about some of the projects because I know that you also have other things coming up. So I just want to, let's give people a taste of the kind of things that you're creating and tell us about this family-friendly vegan ebook. Yeah. So this seven days of education is what it's called, is something that came about because when we went vegan, there was, back at that time, there was nothing here in Scotland available to us in any stores, like plant-based milk was not even in the shops. We didn't, to be honest, we didn't have a grocery store in our town. (laughs) There's like a little (laughs) corner store place where you could get a few things uh, called the Kopi. And even if you drove an hour and a half, two hours to the city, like even the city where we live now, there was no restaurants serving plant-based food. Like you couldn't even get soup without dairy in it. Like we would call restaurants ahead of time on an anniversary night to see if we could find a place. And there really wasn't anything available. So we learned to cook things from scratch and we bought all these books and we followed all these different vegan people and most of the ingredients we could not find number one in our area they just were not available or if you're to buy them offline you're looking at like crazy (laughs) your grocery you know bill going up by three times the amount then there was a ton that had so many things in it. it would take forever to make we wanted to invest in making really delicious food yet we didn't want to spend the whole night we we had little ones running around and our multi-passionate businesses happening. So we really started creating things that worked for our life and things that our kids would actually eat. And as we worked with our clients, like specifically in doTERRA, I'm usually supporting them in creating a lifestyle, not just the oils. We're looking at foundational items like nutrition and they would ask me for recipes. So they were always asking, Oh, when are you going to release something? When are you going to have your, and this was five years ago. (laughs) That's nowhere on my mind at that time. And we we decided, you know, we have all these recipes in our plan to eat online system that we use, another way we simplify our life. And we're like, let's start pulling these together and actually make them more detailed to see the exact ingredients that need to be in each thing. But we wanted stuff that was duplicatable for any family, especially for parents that have to make for kids too and not make a second meal that you can just make one meal for everybody and that everything is there and it's easy to find and cost effective. We wanted to make plant-based eating easier, not complicated and delicious and nutritious. I love that because I am very intimidated by (laughs) vegan cooking for that exact reason that you said, which is there's so many different ingredients and things can take a long time. I'd say it needs to be a conversation with the kids. Number one, they need to be involved in it. It hasn't been this way for my for my children. Like Isla grew up not vegan. And so it wasn't till our middle child was one, basically, that we realized he had sensitivities to dairy. So we didn't want to make two different meals. That was the thing. And we started making those changes. Now with Isla, she's two and a half. So those conversations weren't at the point, whereas your kids are a bit older. We still had those conversations. And it was, we didn't give up if it, if the first time they didn't love it. We know that taste buds change every few weeks. And that's kind of like something we've instilled in our kids. My daughter will say that to our middle son. Like if he doesn't like something initially, she'll say, Maverick, I didn't like that either when I first started eating it. And now it's my favorite. She knows that (laughs) things will shift 
And 100% they have. And then have them choose the meals too. Which one do they want to try this week? Which one looks good to them? You know, have them help make it. When they're involved in the kitchen, you know, whether it's something simple and they, they own a piece of it, they're more likely to want to experience it. And you can still put it with, like, have it be a side versus a whole meal. You can have it be a side to something else that they're more familiar with and that is comfy for them. So you can present it in different ways. That's something else to keep in mind of. Those are great tips, Kaylee. I love that because I think that's that would be a way more approachable way for me to bring it is to make it aside to something else. And my kids love being in the kitchen. They always say like, you have the coolest friends, mom. Whenever I position something like it came from my friends, it's way cooler than if it's just like mom found this. So I'm totally going to say like, okay, Isla likes to likes this. She likes to make this with her mom and then it'll be a way bigger hit. Even though our kids have never met yet, that's going to happen one day. So I'm going to jump over to some rapid fire. So Kaylee, we want to know, are you tea or coffee? Tea. Meditation or affirmations? Affirmations. Real books or audiobooks? Audiobooks. Cardio or yoga? Cardio. Swimming. I know it's actually swimming. Is that considered cardio? <laughs> I it could yeah, I don't know. So I hired my triathlon coach and my professional one and we started this has been a week at it and it's the best thing ever. Like having a plan set for me, that's another thing for simplifying life. Like just having a workout plan that I just follow and I know the results come because of that. There's a lot of a lot of things that I'm hearing you say, come back to planning ahead. Okay, last one is your favorite essential oil. I don't think I can choose one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can choose for like this time of year and the one I'm turning to the most right now. Okay, share that one with us. Okay. <laughs> it's like she's committing for life. Oh, this is the worst question. Seriously. Okay, physically right now, I would say it is cypress oil. For my circulation, especially with wild swimming, so that my fingers don't turn white, my toes, I have Raynaud's and it is a lifesaver for me. So physically, emotionally, holiday, peace. And I know it's a Christmas oil. I just love it year round. It's like forest bathing in a bottle. And I stock up at Christmas like to last me the whole year and then some. Amazing. Okay. Thank you so much, Kaylee. We really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us and share all your wisdom. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life. <laughs> <laughs>